0: radio show on the Even <laughs> the other stations are tuned in, too. Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down. Shut the fuck up. Take your cock out of your hand and listen.
1: Joey Valentine. Hey, welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your grilled cheesiest with hot tomato soup podcast. I am Mr. Joey Valentine, your host. Super duper, 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 duper happy to have you here. Thank you to all my new listeners. Definitely saw a spike in listenership over the last week, and I am loving it. Don't know if it's got anything to do with the... um, Nerds talking, giving me the hype. Probably not because I don't think anyone listens to them, but their moms. Uh, but either way, um, welcome all you new folks. If you're new here, I'm going to give you about 30 minutes of quick fire wit and observational humor. Fast-paced and easy to consume. I'm going to take shots at everything I can think of while reliving my younger days. There will be some explicit language. It may make you laugh It may make you cringe. There is no script. Just a foul-mouthed man with a desire to entertain. I'm not old and uncool. All the shit you say is fucking stupid. I am Generation X. I know what's cool, man. No, but like, I I was thinking about slang words today. Some I still use from my childhood. Some I've developed into adulthood. And some are current that I use. I pick and choose. I think, you know, like when, when, when I was a kid and if I heard my parents say any shit like, like groovy, which they didn't. But if I had heard them say that, I would have cringed. But if they'd said some shit like groovy, I would have been like, oh, you're a fucking square, man. (laughs) No, I never use square. I use it now because, you know, square is cool, I think. But I hear kids use words now, and I go, fuck you, man. You You think you're cool. And they do, and they just don't know. They don't know that they're not cool. So I went on Google and I did a search for, um, the stupidest fucking slang that's currently popular. And it came up with like 50 ish things that kids say now, and I am going to, I glanced over it. I'm going to go through them and I'm going to see how I feel about them. See, my point about this is that like you kids, you think you're cool. Well, you, you know, let me, let me, uh, let me tell you something. Okay. When you took your fourth grade class picture, you thought you were cool. When you took your high school yearbook picture, you thought you were the shit, didn't you? Well, guess what? When you're 30 years old and you open up that yearbook, you're going to go, holy shit. Look at me. Not quite as bad as the people in the 80s, but you're still going to look at it and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe I thought I was cool. Well, that's what I think about your fucking slang. So when an older person than you uses a word that is to you outdated and you think, oh, this is that old guy. I can't believe he said that. Okay, just remember that, like, once upon a time, there was an era where people thought kawabunga was cool to say. I'm not me. That, uh, that word fucking <laughs> so stupid. But, but here's the list. And I'm going to go down this list. And I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Number one is your basic. I've never heard anyone use this in real life. It sounds fucking stupid. And um, if anyone said it to me, I would slap the shit out of them. I don't even know if I want to read all these. Like, i never heard... Okay, receipts. Receipts are proof. Simple as that. In the modern era of the internet, you can't claim anything. So if you don't have the receipts... Wait, so... Let me get this straight. I'm supposed to be like, if someone's like, say, Joey, I saw your woman cheating on you. I got to be like, oh yeah, where's the receipts? That's so fucking dumb, man. Bye, Felicia. Okay. Uh, that's from Friday. So if that's still around, I'm cool with that. Stan. If you stand someone, that means you're a fan. Never fucking heard that in my life. Snatched. That says it's something for the gay community. Means that it's good or amazing. Gucci, keep it 100, can't even, swole, hangry. Yeah, I've heard most of these. They're fucking stupid. I'm looking for stuff I haven't heard or maybe I don't. Hundo P, a shorter way of saying 100%. Yo, you think I'm gay? Hundo P. <laughs> no, man, I'm reading these and I don't want to read them. These aren't real words that people use. I'm around kids every weekend. I don't hear them say shit like Jomo and chipping, and fubbing. Fubbing? What the hell is fubbing? Ignoring someone in favor of your phone? Come on, that's not real. This website's pulling my leg. Nobody says fubbing. Most popular modern slang, AF. Okay, yeah. You ever heard somebody say OMG? I I understand it as an acronym and using it in text, but I was at the store one time, me and my old girlfriend, we were at this... uh, kitschy little fucking antique shop and there was this like this guy right he was plump uh, not that that matters because i also am plump but i just want to give you a visual he was he was plump he was round like an egg and he was wearing like a christmas sweater like sleeveless christmas sweater vest in july with a you know over a a long sleeve work shirt and he had glasses and he his hair, real, real conservative haircut. And, you know, one of those clean, fat guy beards. And he was with some girl. And I guess he saw something that really uh, sparkled his fanny. And he goes, OMG. Like, it was so fucking loud. Like, it, it was like it was over the, the intercom. And I just was like, oh, oh my God, you. In public, dude. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Salty. Okay. Salty's been around. That is not new. We've been saying salty since the fucking 90s. Thirsty. Thirsting for someone means thinking they are hot or attractive. Okay. So I go up to chicks and be like, you make me thirsty. (laughs) Slap. (laughs) Like, say, girl, your booty be making me thirsty. (laughs) Let me try and uh, add some of these together. <laughs> Yo, don't be salty because your ass making me hundo pee thirsty bruh. No uh let's see. shook, clap back, gassed when you're very excited or happy. Jeez, you kids have no imagination. This is sad. no cap. When you're being truthful, you can emphasize it by saying no cap. What is that? Like no crap. And they took the R out. Yo, I'm telling the truth. No sit. Yo, I'm telling the Uckin Ruth. The, it's starting to become like, uh, you know how, uh, Cockney is, you know, it's like, we're going to be in, uh, in Barney, you know, Barney means trouble. Why does Barney mean trouble in Cockney? Barney, Barney rubble. Trouble. Okay. That's how cockney works. So I'm going to be like, we're in, I'm telling the baby. So it's going to be like, baby, baby, Ruth, truth, bay gagging. If you, if you're gagged, you're delighted. If you're gagging over something or someone you think they are, they, or it are amazing. Uh, there's a definition for that in the gay community too. When you're gagging over someone, (laughs) you kids are stupid. You kids. Um, yeah. I mean, how does this shit become popular? Do some research. I mean, you wouldn't just walk around in 2022 and start making up slang without doing some background checks on the history of it. Right. Like, what's going on with you today, Joe? You look like you're in a bad mood. Ah, too many cocks in my throat. Hey, you want to go to the bar with us? I'd love to, but I've got too many balls on my face. Uh, Come again? Yeah, I will come again if I can't get all these balls off my face. What are you talking about, bro? Balls on my face. I got too much to do, man. How did you get too much to do with balls on your face? I don't know. I'm sitting around and I just stick things in my ass. Well, what does that mean? You know, like I just like throw out random sayings. I stick things in my ass. It'll catch on slay. You'll want to slay that booty. Hundo P. Cause I'm thirsty. <laughs> Ratchet. Oh man. I didn't enjoy that segment at all. Just makes me sad. Makes me hurt. I like, here. Are my, here's, here's Joey's top list of words that he uses as slang. All right? The infinitely undying cool. The word cool is always going to be cool. It has been used for decades and decades. It was cool in the fifties and it is still cool now. It's just a matter of how you say it, but I promise you that's a word that will never die. I like to use the word rad. Now when I say it, it sounds cool. Like that's rad. Like, Oh man, that's rad. As long as you don't say it like the hero of an eighties BMX movie, like that was raw dude. I like to say awesome. Awesome is a word that has been around for longer than America. And it will continue to be an awesome word. Um, what else? I like to say stoked. Stoked is one that's been around for a long time and will continue to be. Uh, I like to say cats. Like when I refer to people. See, like back in the 60s, they'd be like, yeah, man, that's one cool cat. And I always say cats. I'm like, hey, you know that cat that uh, hangs out at the, you know, whatever. Yeah, I like to use cat. I'm bringing that shit back. I'd also like to see uh, grass come back. You know, this is before my time, but in the 60s and the 70s, they called marijuana grass. I always liked that. I don't like pot. Pot reminds me of the toilet. And marijuana is too many syllables. And weed, weed sounds like, you know, it makes me think of dirt weed, like that swag I used to fucking buy in high school that was all shake. Wow, listen to how many fucking slang words I just used there. But you know what I'm talking about. You buy a bag and you go, oh, it's all shake, man. It's just fucking the butt end of a fucking ounce. Mexican dirt weed. Well, that's why I don't call it weed. I don't call it weed. I don't call it marijuana. I don't call it pot. I call it grass. Fat guy loves cake does not promote the use of marijuana, but fat guy loves cake does also not not promote the use of marijuana. Tubular, man. (laughs) Cowabunga. There was a time, ladies and gentlemen, and to you younger folks, there was a time, man, when California really talked like that, and I don't care what anybody says, anybody in California listening, if you're not old enough, you don't know, and if you are old enough and you say that there wasn't a time, you're fucking lying, because there was a time when people were like, surf, surf, brah, and there were Valley girls, and they're like, "Oh my God? Actually, there are still Valley girls, and they still talk like that, and it's insane because I, whenever I talk to a girl who talks like a valley girl, I think this person wasn't born into this world. They were manufactured in a factory somewhere, and there are settings that can be adjusted or something, I think, because nobody talks like that and doesn't hear themselves talking like that. I talk to myself all the time. I'm always judging myself, like, do I sound too like this or like that, you know, and I listen to my show, my own shows so I can get an idea, like, am I too this or am I too that? If I was ever standing in the mirror and I was still talking like a valley girl when I wasn't at school with my other valley girls, wouldn't you think, you know, like, you look at yourself in the mirror and your fucking bleach blonde hair and your jelly bracelets and your fishnet hand things, and you go, oh, my God, like, for sure, like, look at my, wait, hold on. But I, oh my God, is that what I'm? That's what I talk like. I do that shit all day. Man, people must think I am fucking obnoxious. I gotta, I gotta find some new friends or something. But in the '80s, man, fucking a, there was an invasion of the pastiest, whitest, most bleached, blondiest Valley people coming out of California, and they were popular. They were popularized in movies and television shows, and I had some transplants come to my high school when I was uh, 14, 15, 16 years old, and they fucking talked like that, and they had blonde bangs, and they were like, that's Rod, dude. That's (laughs) Rod. That's bogus, man. Remember Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Just fucking like that. San Dimas High School Football Rules. Something is definitely afoot at Circle K. All right, so that's my take on um, on uh, slang. I think I'm about spent, so we're gonna move on to something a- a new. And this, I'm not scripted, but I did have something special that I'm gonna do just for this show. Uh, I'm sorry I, if you were expecting another Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, movie trailer. I do not have any. For this episode, it's not like I can have one for every episode. I mean, I'm lucky to get them at all. But if you missed any of the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard uh, trailers for movies that are coming out, you can go back and listen to like the last 10 episodes. There's a new Pirates of the Caribbean. There is a movie called The Sheets. There is a movie called Saul Rising. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. There is Aquaman, the new Aquaman. They are 100% legit movie trailers i promise i'm trying to make this my eye doesn't make any sound when i wink but um all the 100 percent legit movie trailers that i got from hollywood and I i would love for you to check them out uh probably this weekend um i have probably 30 minutes worth of them so i'm gonna put them all into one show and i'm gonna do a little explaining as to how they came to be it'll be fun and give you a chance to listen to them all in a row instead of having to Wait for them once, uh, you know, every time I do an episode, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get off the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard kick, but I wouldn't get excited about it ending anytime soon because I am a man child. I'm immature. I love anything to do with farts and, um, yeah, expect them to keep coming because, um, you can think that I'm immature and maybe I'm beating a dead horse, But let's just not forget that Amber Heard took a shit in Johnny Depp's bed. And I'm going to ride that as long as it's still fresh in the news. So I was searching again on Google and I did a search for, um, can I make, what was it? Uh, something, it was something along the lines of, can I make a fake? Oh no. How can I make a scar? Like I was, I was trying to Google how I could give myself a scar like a real honest to God scar without like actually hurting myself. I know how to get a scar. I got lots of them, but you got to get hurt and you got to get hurt bad. Most of the time, if you want a really gnarly scar, that's another word I love to use. That's never going to die. Gnarly. I'm an old skay rad. What can I say? So I went to Google. How can I make myself a scar? Which by the way, I never uh, got an answer that wasn't, um, you're going to get seriously hurt. So I was trying to find a way to, like... Because I want a scar. I want one that runs, like, from my forehead down across... I mean, it runs vertically from my forehead down past my eye and down my cheek, you know? And then I can get, like, a white eye so it looks like the scar, like, took the pigment out of my eye. I think that would be so fucking cool. I love scars, man. Scars look so fucking cool. Chicks dig scars, right? I mean except for the ones where you've had, like, third-degree burns and you look like Freddy Krueger. But, you know, knife fight scars and shit. But I found some scar-making kits, I'm probably going to mess with those just for funsies because I'm uh, running out of things to do in my lonesome little space here other than make this show. Anyway, I started to write that out, and what Google went ahead and, um, you know, auto-filled for me in the Google bar was... Can I give myself an STD? And I went ahead and hit enter because I'll be damned if I'm not going to find out what the fucking answer to that question is. And it took me to a website, a legitimate website, a doctor run, a physician run, honest to God, I have a degree in medicine website that is for people who have realistic questions, who have questions that they want to know that they're afraid to ask. And I think that's great. That is one of the few upsides to the internet is that if you, you know, to be able to go to a safe place like that, because there are places on the internet that are safe and there are actually adults who want to teach you about sex and your body who aren't trying to take advantage of you and assault you. Okay. Believe it or not, there are more adults trying to do the right thing than there are bad ones. It's just so fucking easy for the bad ones to do things because, well, because they get good at it, unfortunately, but we're not going to talk about those pieces of shit. So these good doctors are on this website and it's open up to all these questions that these poor, uneducated children. And I understand when I was a kid, I learned everything from, you know, word of mouth and that's starting in like third grade. You know, we used to think you had to pee in a girl. We used to think, we used to lie and say we were all having sex. We were fucking eight years old. Nobody was having sex, but we were all lying and saying, we. oh yeah, I laid a hundred girls this weekend. Oh, you should, I have a stack of condom wrappers on the side of my bed. We were fucking eight years old. And then when we were like 18, then we'd had sex with like one person at this point in our life. It's like you were lying, right? Back in fourth grade. Oh yeah, Totally. Yeah, me too. I know. <laughs> Fucking, What's wrong with us? But, you know, that's the kind of thing. Like, even at that early of an age, society puts the pressure on you to know all these things that you don't know and you can't know. My parents never sat me down. I never even saw my parents naked. They never had to talk with me. For all I know, man, like, if my friends had been saying that we were supposed to stick it in their ear and piss, I would have tried it. If all my friends told me that, and then they, and like, it was multiple people. They were like, I'm like, is that really, Hey buddy, is that how it works? Like, yeah. You just, you line it up the hole to the hole and just give her a good shot of whiz in the ear and it'll make its way through her brain and get her pregnant. I'd be like, Whoa. And that's, I'd try to fucking do it. And here I would be, you know, like the only 10 year old making the paper, you know, the front page of the news elementary school boy can't keep his penis out of other people's ears because I had no idea we didn't get sex education until, uh, I want to say seventh or eighth grade. So we were 12, you know, and these sex education courses were on fucking real to real, you know, projectors. All right. Not only did they not tell us shit, but they were made from like three decades earlier. Okay. Nobody learned about sex in the 1950s. I don't know how, I guess they just figured it out, but we sure as hell didn't. They bring this projector in and it's showing this movie. That's like, um, you know, Johnny's feeling something down there that he hasn't felt before, but if Johnny touches himself, his palms are going to grow hair and everyone knows that he touches himself. That was the thing. Hairy palms. That was like this huge myth. No bullshit. Hairy fucking palms. You were going to grow hair on your palms if you whacked off. And there was a joke, man, amongst all our friends. We all knew it wasn't real. I mean, I, I hope we all knew it wasn't real. I mean, it only took me like a month of discovering masturbation to, 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 to realize that hair on your palms was a myth. Because if anyone was going to grow hair on their palms, I mean, I would have looked like Cousin It, all right? Because I was whacking it like 12 times a day, no bullshit. All right, so if anyone was gonna need a haircut on their hands, it was me, and no hair. And I kept checking, you know, whack it like six times, and I'd go in my room and I'd hold a flashlight to my palm, and I'd be like, "Be like, is that a hair? Is that a hair growing in there?" Oh wait, no, that's just a little piece of dirt, you know. I'd be stretching the skin out, like, "Is there any follicles coming up?" I don't want anybody to know, but I never had the talk. Everything I learned about sex, I learned on my fucking own. Seriously. And I think a lot of my friends did too. We, because we didn't talk about sex for a long time. Well, until all of us were like out of college. So these poor kids are on this website and Google is, can I give myself an STD? So I wanted to read you some actual excerpts from this page. I'm not going to read you the answers because the answers are all the same. The answers are all no. From doctors. No, that's ludicrous. No, you cannot. No, that's okay. So, uh, maestro cue the happy music. And let me read you what these poor kids have been writing, which well goes to show you just how badly sex education is needed in school. Mm -mm. I was curious about something and that's is it possible, in any capacity, for a man to give HIV or AIDS to oneself? Like say some of your own cum just a little bit touched a cut that was mostly healed or looks dark red. Basically, can you give yourself HIV? I recently masturbated. Once I had finished, I realized that some sperm had gone onto a scab on my hand. Is there any chance of an STI, STD, HIV or anything? This answer really matters to me as I am only a teenager and afraid of the consequences of any STD. Please answer Doc, thank you. I'm just, these blow my fucking mind. I'm 21 years old and last night I masturbated myself and I happened to have an open wound on my left hand. My right fingers touched a wet spot on a towel I was using. I was about to wash my hands and I noticed my right hand was touching that wound. Am I putting myself at HIV risk if my own semen came in contact with my open wound? Next one. You're the greatest, to the doctor. I love what you do because you put our minds at ease. My question is, while I was, as you say, choking the chicken. I ejaculated, and then I sneezed on my penis. Weird, huh? While some snot or saliva didn't hit my penis, but hit my pelvic region, could I have gotten HIV from this incident? (laughs) These poor kids. He's legitimately concerned that while he's whacking off, he sneezed in the general direction of his pelvic region. That he might get HIV. Man, that is... And and he's asking an honest question. That is so fucking scary that they don't know. Let me educate you people. And in fact, I have run into adults in the last couple of years who are still completely uneducated about HIV. And that's really fucking scary. I want you to listen to me closely because everything I'm about to say is 100% true. HIV, eh, we are on the cusp of an absolute cure and eradicating HIV and have been for quite some time. And for a very long time, there have been drugs that you take. If you have HIV before it becomes AIDS, if you have HIV, you take a pill once every day. It must be every 24 hours at the exact same time. But after a few weeks of treatment, you will have to take it the rest of your life until they become, until there's a uh, 100% cure. But once you take it, not only is the HIV 100% gone from your body because it goes dormant, all right, it means you can't give it to anyone, you can't get it from anyone, you can have children and you won't pass it on to them, okay? Getting HIV is not a death sentence, not like it used to be. In the 80s, it was a death sentence. You got it. You were gone in a few years. If you or anyone are actually concerned that you might have HIV, go and get tested Because if you catch it early, you you could still live a very long, healthy life as if you never got it. You'll just have to take medicine, a a little pill, that's it, once a day. Don't be afraid of taking the test, and don't even be afraid of finding out you're positive. But if you don't get tested, and it becomes something much worse, there is no medicine for that. HIV can be fixed, AIDS cannot. And everyone, my friends who still think that, like, if you share a cigarette with someone with HIV that you can get HIV, that is the dumbest fucking shit I have ever heard. And unfortunately, women, you are, like, 95% more likely to get it than men. I know that sucks. That is a shitty statistic. But that is my heads up to you, women. Men can have sex with HIV-positive women, and there's a very good chance they won't get it. But if a man has it, It is almost a guarantee that you will as a woman or a man and a man, you know, in the bootay. These are real facts about HIV, but you do not need to be scared about it. You can share a cigarette. You can drink from their glass. You can even spit in each other's mouths. You know, this is a result of people not being properly educated and we're too busy trying to figure out which bathroom to use when we could be telling kids how to keep themselves safe. I'm afraid of all the wrong things. That is my. That's Fat Guy Loves Cake. The more you know, just dropping some knowledge on you. There is nothing funny about what I just said. Sorry, I know this is a comedy show, but sometimes you got to give back, okay? And if I say something and it saves somebody's life, you know, I get tested every year just because, you know, who knows, man? Like, you go to the hospital and you get blood drawn, somebody, I'm not going to put shit in your heads, but Didn't have it then, don't have it now, but I damn sure could have. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Hug your kids. Kiss your kitty cats. And everybody, please be nice.